People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Good evening, everybody. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach and communication expert here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. You know, the show that's all about life, love, and lust, and all those intimate conversations that we dare to have and share our ideas with and our concepts about what really makes love great, what is life all about, and how do we bring the two together and live with our partners and within ourselves happily, content, and how do we communicate with others to make it meaningful? And today, we're going to have a conversation about the blueprint to love and to attraction. And what does that mean? Does that mean the same blueprint applies to everybody? Is there a roadmap to love ever after? Well, we're going to find out all about that when I'm joined a little bit later by Madeline Charles. She is a coach and also a psychotherapist, and she's also going to be hosting a summit. And the summit is going to be coming up at the end of May. It's called The Irresistible Woman. And yep, it's all about how to be irresistible, but it's also for you men to know what it is that women are looking for. So we're going to be talking about that real soon on the show because I'm also going to be a guest on that summit so you don't want to miss it. Don't forget, you can always follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter during the week. I'm always sharing different concepts, different ideas, and tips about love and romance and communication, things that you can try. And later on in the show, I'm even going to share a love technique with you as I always do each week because this show is about you and moving forward. Today's question, though, came to me from a gentleman, and um, it was quite an interesting uh, email that I got from him. Remember, you can send me your emails at Cheryl at CherylBesner.com, and I try and answer as many as I can here, or I will answer you personally. Okay. So, dear Cheryl, I'm an accountant in a clothing company. I have a co-worker named Steve who is a salesman. He divorced his wife three years ago for another woman and was living with her. And so I thought, happily ever after. As around two months ago, he mentioned during a golf tournament at work with one of my with one too many cocktails, an issue he was having with his present girlfriend and that he had probably made a mistake leaving his wife. Now, as fate would have it, though, I met a woman around three weeks ago online, and we really connected. And after communicating briefly by phone and FaceTime, we had several dates that went really well. And one of the things I loved is that we focused on each other, getting to know each other as people and not our jobs, other than the fact that I'm an accountant. Well, I think you guys know where this is going, right? The kicker is that she goes by her maiden name, and I didn't realize she is my co-worker's ex. When, he finally realized, when I finally realized the connection, I was already hooked. And I think she feels the same as there was no kids between them. She doesn't care about him knowing, but I don't know how to handle this situation. Do I tell him or not? So here's the thing. You don't have to go rushing because it sounds to me, and it sounds to me, I don't want to make any assumptions, that you're not very close at work and that you have the odd 
communication like at a golf tournament. But if you do have the opportunity and you are in communication with this person and it is about personal, for instance, he shared with you that he thinks he made a mistake, you can bring it up because it doesn't sound like she wants to have too much communication and too much involvement with him in her life. So there's two parts to this, and that part is your relationship with her and your relationship with him. So communication is also about feeling the moment, respecting the other person. And if you are close, if I'm, my assumption is wrong and you are close, then yes, you might want to take him out, have a lunch, and share that. So you have to judge the connection that you have with this person. Because if you go running up to him and you're not close, he might feel, especially after sharing his feelings with you a few months ago, that you could be like rubbing it in his face. You never know how somebody's going to take things. So my, my, my advice to you is just take it slow. Let it breathe. And when the opportunity presents itself, if you continue dating each other, then yes, Honesty is the best policy. I do love the fact that you shared um, how you both were talking about each other as individuals on your date because that's the most important thing. So many people make the big mistake of taking that first date or two talking about you know, how much they want a relationship where they stand now, their jobs. And many times people feel that some of the questions are being asked just to find out how much money they have. So congrats to the two of you. It sounds like you're off to a good start. And I think you should focus on that relationship a bit. And by the way, you can have this conversation with this woman too, you know, like that you're feeling uncomfortable so that she's part of the journey. If you're going to have a, uh, a future together and, and this is going to continue, you should be involved in making these kind of decisions together. Again, Bottom line, everybody, this is about communication. And when we talk about communication, well, it's time to communicate with wise whispers from down under with our very own Dr. Phil, all the way with us from Australia. Welcome to the show once again, Dr. Phil. Good evening, Cheryl. Good evening, listeners. Always great to be back. Always great to be listening to these questions that are emailed in and sent in via Facebook. And, you know, it's, there, it's a reminder that there are real people in the world who are just struggling for the right words or the right keys or a little bit of a blueprint on how to have a better life, on how to really connect with someone, how to really work out if that person's sort of either using you or just wants to be with you. I mean, it's an exciting time, Cheryl. I mean, it's, there are people people are getting, some people are getting a second chance or third chance at finding that right relationship. And that's exciting. But don't screw it up, people. Don't screw it up. And and here's the one thing that you you said the word right so many times in such a, a short period of time. When it comes to this, I don't know if there's a right or a wrong if you're having open communication. You know, no. it's, about, it's about expressing yourself without judgment or without harshness, 
without meanness, you know, and, and yes, we all lose our tempers at time in conversation, right? Like, you know, it's like when you think of it, you know, I always refer to the communication as a dance. You know, sometimes you have to break apart and it gets a little bit uh, like rock and roll, you know. And, and You've got to, you got to do a bit of a spin, Cheryl. And, and again, if I, you know, if I clarified about that, right, I mean, for me, the word right when I, when I talk about that is that feeling where we go, it's almost like, ha. Ah, I can, it feels good, it feels harmonious, I can put lots of words to it. But you know what? In that essence, you know what? Something does just feel right. Something is connected. And and to be able to, for like the couple that you were talking about, to communicate at a story level and an inquiry level within themselves, other than where'd you go to school, how much do you earn, where do you live, what are you doing? It's like a bloody interview, seriously. That's it. I mean, so many it's people terrible. feel that way, eh? When they, when they go on dates, it's like, it's, it's like the Spanish Inquisition. And, it is. Oh, my gosh. I, remember, I, I did a show, Phil, a couple years ago, and I took my co-host at the time, this guy Dan, and I put him on this mock uh, speed dating with a woman that he didn't know. And I had a speed dating expert on the show with me. And every time Dan opened his mouth, and he was, he's a communication guy, right? He's a radio personality and everything, and he makes his living talking. But every time he led into this date, he was just like flubbing it up because he, he was, it was like an inquisition. And she felt yeah. like, okay, this is not going anywhere. So we kept bringing him back. Within 10 seconds, we go, okay, start again, start again, start again. So, you know, that dialogue is something we think it should come so naturally, but sometimes it is a learned thing, and, and especially in new relationships um, mm. and, and going out on dates. It's, yeah. it's very important. But I, I want to ask you something else, though. What yeah. do you think about um, him talking about it? About with a co-worker. co-worker. Like, does he go up to his co-worker and go, hey, oh. by the way, you know, oh. I'm, in, I'm going out and, and sleeping with your ex-wife who you told me you want to get back together with. What do you think? It's look. I think I think the whole thing sounds like. See, wow, let's go skating. It's in the uh, late spring. Let's yeah. go skating in the lake. Yeah, I think you've got to be really mindful um, of the depth of your relationship with that person, that co-worker. If it's just someone you work with or you see occasionally, just I my suggestion is just leave sleeping dogs lie. Um, you know, there's no reason for you to go up to that person unless you have a deep relationship, unless you have a personal connection. Why would you put your head in a bear trap? Right. Seriously, why would you put your head in a bear trap if you don't really need to? I, I mean, guess it's, the other part is that he's only dating this woman according to this around three weeks. So, he yes, he's probably but he doesn't really know yet if this is the real deal. But you're working together. You might just have a problem with your coworker if, you know, you walk in there, blurt it all out, and then in oh. a week and a half from now, you're not even saying it. <laughs> exactly. The, 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 the thing is, he's like he's in that he's in that sugar hit phase or that euphoric phase um, where everything's amazing. Um, and and you and I both know it's like a it's like a vacation romance, you know, vacation romance. Oh, and it's wonderful, wonderful. So everyone gets back to their normal routine or the normal life. And you know, this this guy's in an early space. So my suggestion is, mate, hold it back. Wait, wait, wait. It's almost like wait till you can see the whites of their eyes. In other words, if it is going to become a problem, 
and if you're going to continue the relationship. But my advice to you is ask better questions of this person you're seeing, scratch the surface, go and do things that highlight, go and do some activities that might highlight their ability to work with you, you know, whether, whether it's something that you might put you out of your comfort zone. Go and try rock climbing, go and find paddling in a canoe, go and do something which requires the two of you to work in harmony. That's when you really start to know. And then if you do, mate, be wise, but just don't put your head in the bear trap until you absolutely need to. I agree. I agree. So um, we don't have much longer. I just want to ask you, a blueprint to love and attraction. That's today's show. Do you think there is a master blueprint that we all have about our destiny or do you think the blueprint keeps changing? Oh, look, I, look, I think there is an underlying blueprint, which is at an unconscious level of our body, and that's our need to belong, our need to feel appreciated, our need to feel loved, um, um, our, our need to feel significant within that space. I think that's the underlying blueprint. But the way we utilise that as human beings, I think, forever changes as we change, as we evolve, as we open up, as we put away our hurt and pain so that we can be who we are. I love that analogy. And, and it, here's a visual for everybody at home to think about. Think about it when you're, when you're building something and you start with the outline of a blueprint of a home. And then, you know, architects, they put different little films over it as they build the walls and build the walls and build the walls. And you keep seeing levels that get applied. That's the blueprint. And as we age and as we mature and as we experience different things, that blueprint will change because it becomes multifaceted like mm -hmm. us. Dr. Phil, Soulful Reflections is his book available on Amazon and through his website. Thank you so much. Phil, we'll see you next week. All right. See you, see you next week, listeners. Have a great night. Bye. It's going to be a great show. Don't miss it. Stay with me right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl as we go to talk about a blueprint to love and attraction coming up right here. So don't go away. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com 
Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. Here we are, Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and continuing the conversation about life, love, and lust right here on Voice America. Just a reminder, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, And you can share your ideas, your concepts, your feelings with me, and your questions. As you heard before, I do try and answer different questions every week because we all can kind of think of ourselves in the position of others, and we can learn from each other. So if you have a question, send it out to me. And also, 844-744-SOLO, that is my 24-7 hotline or you know, I like to call it the love line. And I try and get back to you within 24 hours, even during holidays. So today's show, it's a blueprint to love and attraction. And what exactly does that mean? And does it truly exist? Is there one blueprint we can all follow to find that love, that destiny, that desire for a partnership that we all seem to want in our lives? If not today, might be tomorrow. So how do you get there? Well, joining me today is, she happens to be a psychotherapist, but she is also a love coach. And she's also the host of an upcoming summit, which, yes, I'm going to be a part of again. Remember, you can always join me on one of these summits because you get information from 30 other fabulous people from around the world all talking about love and you never know what you're going to pick up from one of those coaches or experts in their field. So joining me right now is the host of The Irresistible Woman. It's Madeline Charles. Welcome to the show, Madeline. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I'm just thrilled to be here. I'm so excited. Now, let's tell everybody, first of all, The Irresistible Woman. That is coming up. It's starting May 21st, correct? That's right. And, and how many experts are going to be on that show? So we are actually still building our roster. It's full of fantastic people already, but I would say around 25. So I, I have happen to say that I'm part of this. And again, for those of you listening, this is an opportunity for you to join uh, a summit. And as I said, I do probably around one a month from, with people like Madeline from all over the world. And Madeline's goal is to give you the listener, as much information about love and relationships and communication. And you know me, it's all about the dance of love and communication. That's, that's what I try and share with you. And that's what I'll be sharing with you on Madeline Summit. So Madeline, you went from psychotherapist, really, and you're focusing now on the coaching. What was the shift for that and why? Mm, that's a great question. So honestly, I felt like I wanted to just reach a broader audience. You know, I love connecting with people. That's always my heart and my drive, but I felt a bit confined within the therapy world. And I really wanted to just branch out. I mean, there's so much opportunity to connect with a wide audience online to make a bigger impact. And I really like being able to bring in my own personal stories 
and viewpoint, you know, kind of like breaking down those barriers of confidentiality and some of those things in the traditional therapy world to say, hey, I've really been there. Let me share some of my story. And if I can support you, then, you know, by all means, I'm here for that. It's funny you should say that because I remember when I did one of my coaching certifications, it um, was coaches kind of taking it to the next level. And um, we were taught really not to share anything about ourselves. And if somebody was, you know, in, in session with us to like redirect it back to them. And I always actually felt the way you kind of do is I don't want to focus on myself and I don't want the intention to be about me. But if they, first of all, can see that I can identify with something and also share, you know, share in the, the knowledge of the challenge and how to get there, they can reflect. And it's like a storytelling. And we, I think we learn better from that storytelling. How do you feel about that? I completely agree. You know, I never want to feel like I'm this expert up on a pedestal. You know what I mean? Like I very much am like, I'm always a student and a teacher at the same time. So it's exactly what you're saying. If I can illustrate something from my own life to help teach something or to help spark a moment of insight in someone else, then, you know, it helps bring full circle all of the hardships that we all have, you know, seeing them as really growth opportunities for not only ourselves, but others. And I, I always love it when somebody calls my, my love line, my hotline and says to me, you know, after asking me certain questions and having, let's say the first 12 minutes of conversation, go you know fairly smoothly hearing about them what their story is they will inevitably ask me and I love when they ask me well how old are you are you divorced are you in a relationship because they want to know that they can identify and I can identify with them right and as like yourself I ended up here only because I got divorced and because for me it wasn't well well I think I wanted to learn more, but I, I got into this because I, I learned more quicker by, because of my own experience and because I, I was able to understand very much what the people I work with now went through. And I wanted to dispel it. And, and we're talking today about the blueprint to love and attraction. And I remember at that time, you know, I was 50 years old, a little over 50. And um, that means I have to kill all you listening now because you, you know how old I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I remember people saying, you know, you, you really shouldn't waste any time. You should get back in, out in the dating world and um, you, you should find somebody quickly or else soon you're going to be outdated. And, and, and then I heard all the woes about, you know, there's not enough good men out there. They only want younger women. And I wanted to prove the world wrong. I wanted, wanted to say, no, it's not about that. It's about being who I am. And I will attract somebody when the time is right. And when I'm ready, knowing who I am. How do you, how do you deal with people who say, well, you know, there's no good men out there. There's, you know, nothing to offer because nobody's going to want, especially as we get older, you know, there are, there are those limitations sometimes. Mm, that's a great question. You know, I think it's important to recognize 
what are the limiting beliefs that you're having in yourself? You know, like what parameters are you putting around the, the possibilities that are endless? You know, so certainly if you're walking around with that belief system, it's really you, you could be in a sea of potential partners and not see any of them, <laughs> you know, I mean, cause truly, you know, when you are open and receptive and saying like, I'm just open to the opportunities to connect with people. I'm not even going to have an agenda, but I'm going to go through my day and, you know, just look for opportunities to connect, smile at a stranger, start a conversation. That's where opportunities start to present themselves, you know, but if you're like, oh, there's no one in my town. And I certainly hear that a lot, you know, there's right. no one left. Everyone's just a creep or whatever. They have baggage. Um, yeah, you're certainly going to magnetize all of that to you just to reinforce that belief. So my encouragement is, you know, start opening up your eyes, you know, literally like put the phone away when you're standing in line for coffee, look up and around you and see who is in your sphere just waiting for a potential opportunity to connect. So the first step is cleansing yourself of the negative, right? Like you, you have to start believing you will the way I did, you know, and, and mine was a blog. It was 365 days to find love. Everybody knows that that's how it all started. And I remember writing one specific week where I met somebody uh, once at a car wash, then I met somebody at the airport, then I met somebody on the train. And, and interesting, here it is six years later, and I still am in contact with these people. There was nothing ever romantic with, uh, well, one of them actually for a brief period of time. But it was about the fact, it's exactly what you're saying. It was about the fact that I was open. From the time I left my house, I adopted once I decided I wanted to date again, and I was good with me, I adopted the, the concept that every time I walk out of my house, because you do have to walk out of your house, listen, <laughs> yeah. right? you have to get really out there, it's <laughs> one, you got to actually open the door and step into the world. But then it was you didn't know who you were going to meet, and I wanted to be in the right frame of mind. So it was a smile on my face and a little bounce in my step. And that's how you meet people because you attract people when you're smiling and they're not all going to be the one you want to date, but they're there, right? A hundred percent. You know, I actually had a very similar experience with that when I was single and I started just taking better care of myself and decided, okay, I'm not going to just like wear sweats everywhere. <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to like put some effort into caring for myself in a, in a deeper way. And it's exactly what you're saying. Like at the coffee shop, at the yoga studio, all of a sudden, you know, really amazing, interesting men were starting to strike up conversation with me. And I don't think that's a coincidence. You know, I think I really was starting to send that signal. And here's the other part. And, and I'm glad you said, you know, the men, because you do start going out. But here's the thing. It doesn't have to be just with the men. Smile at everybody because you don't know. I remember being in a restaurant and I was busy, you know, just being myself. And the next thing I knew, there was this older woman sitting at the booth behind us. And my girlfriend had like her, her back was to the other woman. So I was facing this woman and all of a sudden she got up and came over to the table on the way to the washroom. And she goes, you know, it's so nice seeing a fresh smiley face. You look so, you know, intent on conversation with your girlfriend. I have a son. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's not just because, and, and, and it also answers the question for a lot of people, I think, and I'd like you to weigh in on this. Um, so many people go, well, I don't want to walk around there looking desperate and, and always like on the hunt. And I'm like, 
No, that's just it. You're not on the hunt. You're enjoying your life. You're being open and you're being happy. Right? Yes. Yes. You know, like, can you, can you live your life without an agenda, right? Without attachment to what's going to come through the day, but just to see, like, I'm just here and open and receptive. And whatever happens, whatever happens, happens. happens. Yes. How does the song go? Okay. Okay. I'm a talk show host and, and a coach. I am not a singer, even though people say I look like Celine Dion. All right. We're, <laughs> we're going to come back and we're going to give you some more tips on really how that blueprint to finding love and attraction really works for you. And we're going to get Madeline to share some more of her secret magic and how she, she goes about it with her, her clients. And I'm going to share that labor of love with you come up right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. So stay with us. Don't go away. The conversation about life, love, and lust continues in a minute. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. This is Pillow Talk with Cheryl. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach and your communication expert. And today I'm joined by Madeline Charles, who is also a fellow coach, and we're talking about a blueprint. Is there actually a blueprint you can use to find love and attract the love that you really want? So, Madeline, let's get right back into this, okay? Because a lot of people, when you talk about a formula or a blueprint, they turn their nose up at it. They go, no, 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 no. It's something that just happens. Love is not something you're supposed to look for. We were kind of discussing that before the break also. You know, it's just supposed to fall at your feet. And when I say not so much, 
not everybody agrees with me. <laughs> what do you think on that one? That's a great point. So yeah, this this attraction blueprint that I teach, you know, it's really based on attachment theory and psychology. And so understanding those key pieces of your blueprint are going to help you understand the type of people that you're attracted to, which sure, maybe you don't have a problem attracting people, but it may be the quality of the attraction or the quality of the connection that could use some tweaking. <laughs> we'll talk about the blueprint a little bit because we all do have our own blueprint, but how are you just uh, defining that? C- can you define it for our listeners so that they really understand what you're talking about with the blueprint? Yes. So the attraction blueprint is something that is developed in us from, you know, an early age in childhood based on the way our caretakers, you know, interacted with us. Essentially, we kind of hardwired into our system. This is how I receive love this is what I have to do to, you know, get the attention of the people I care about, all of those like little cues and signals that then inform us as an adult about our ability to attract healthy, secure love. So the, the attraction blueprint that I focus on specifically, and again, this is based on attachment theory. So you may have heard of anxious attachment. That's the type of blueprint that I specifically speak to. Okay. And so... So just talk to talk to to our listeners about that anxious blueprint. Yes. So there's a lot that goes into it. You know, I do uh, an in-depth assessment with my clients to really make sure that this is something that you have. But some quick indicators that may give you some signs of like maybe this is something I'm working with. Um, You can ask yourself, you know, do I tend to meet someone and just get way excited very quickly to the point of perhaps putting them on a pedestal or starting to create like a fantasy about where this is going within just a couple of dates? Um, am I starting to get really anxious about, you know, looking for signs of them pulling away or distancing? And does that really put me on edge? You know, do I kind of scan for signs of connection? Like, am I reviewing their texts? Am I, you know, seeing what they're up to on social media when we're not around? Am I looking for reassurance? Those are all signs, you know, beyond just kind of like the initial first date jitters. Like if you find yourself really getting into a place of like, okay, I'm kind of, you know, I'm confident and I got my stuff together outside of dating. But once I meet someone I'm into, like things just feel kind of hijacked in my system. That's a good sign that you may be sitting with this. You said something so important and, and something that so many of the people I work with, because, you know, most of the people I work with are um, a little bit more mature, you know, between 40 and 65, and they're all very confident. And they'll say, you know, I'm very confident. I'm, 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 I'm very independent. And, but the two words, confident, independence, confident, independence. And my answer always, and my question always is, but are you competent? In the dating world, are you competent? Meaning, you know, we we decide one day we want to be a lawyer. Well, we're not we're not prepared to be a lawyer. We have to go to school to do that, and and it's not just easy to wake up and decide you want to do something. So, especially for the more mature person, not that it doesn't go for the millennials as well, because you have your own set of issues and everything um, at, at that stage of life. But you haven't possibly dated in. 15 years, 20 years, 30 years like myself. So you're not competent. And I'm a very independent woman. I'm a very confident woman. I'm a very gregarious, outgoing woman. 
But I was not competent to be dating in the world because I wasn't, for instance, very tech savvy and I didn't understand the innuendos behind texting and, and that kind of communication and, and how to get my desires for the way I wanted to communicate within a relationship to the person. I hadn't done that in 25 years and I'm no longer doing it with a fellow 28-year-old. I'm now dealing with a 60-year-old person potentially who has their own history that has developed their own way of communicating and how do you meld the two? So that's a complication. Are you competent in it? Do you deal with that a lot as well? Yeah, yeah, I love, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, an important distinction because, yeah, you know, there can be someone who's like, I have no problem getting dates and I have no problem attracting people in, but are they the right person for you? And what you're speaking to, Cheryl, around communication and kind of getting on the same page with someone, you know, I always say, like, just be honest, you know, just be transparent and be really clear about what you want and need. And yeah. there, there is a way to do that, right, in a way that's going to perhaps inspire that person to step forward and do so. But for those, those women out there that have more of that pursuer attraction blueprint, um, who maybe have been labeled needy or high maintenance in the past. Um, and they, they have a lot of need for closeness and, and wanting to just be reassured. They might not know how do I, how do I communicate that without pushing that person away. That, that, by the way, is just to touch on it for a second is also what it is that we put out there because sometimes, for instance, when I started dating, the, the, essence that a lot of men felt was that I was very high maintenance. And I guess I look high maintenance because I like to be presented in a certain way. Like I like to have my hair done and I like to dress a certain way, but I'm like super low maintenance actually. Like people don't realize that I don't really wear very much makeup. My hair, I can do it once in the week and it lasts for an entire week to 10 days and I don't even have to touch it. You know, like there's certain things that people perceive as high maintenance just because of the way you look and it's what follows behind that you know once they get to know you and that's where melding of your your what i call your brand <laughs> your personal brand has to come into play and and that's a very important part the personal branding of yourself right mm, yeah i hadn't heard that term before but i really like that and that's a great point. You know, even if you meet a potential great match, you know, think about things with your body language. Think about, yeah, just, you know, presenting yourself in a way that shows I am confident. You know, I, I take good care of myself, right? Like I'm not looking to you to do that. Like all of those subtle signs are going to let an available partner know, okay, this is someone that I want to proceed with. Yeah. Well, I, when it comes to personal branding, the way I always try to, to address it, whether I'm dealing one-on-one -on -one with a client or at my workshops, because I've actually, it's interesting you say you haven't heard exactly that term, but I've actually done full workshops about personal branding. And as a person who used to do this in, in the clothing industry, I liken it to ourselves. And the fact is, you are going out there in the world. There are millions of 
women and men that we can associate with and date, especially we have the access to millions of people all at once online, right? So you want to make sure that who you are stands out and that it's known in a second who you are. It's like that Christmas present under the Christmas tree. You know, you're your kid. You usually go for the biggest, shiniest present, right? So same thing when it comes to your personal style. And it doesn't mean going and spending thousands of dollars on wardrobes and hair and, and, and you know, beard trimmers for, for guys. No, it means knowing who you are and, and making sure that that is what people see at all times. You know, your, oh your best self and your true self. So going back for a second also, we were talking about where it all starts and you were saying, you know, knowing who you are and that's the lifestyles, values and goals, uh, the mm. LBG that I always, that I always talk about. So knowing that is the step before you open the door to step out into the world, right? And taking time, especially whether you've never been in a relationship, you know, you're entering your 20s you're, you're, and you're, you're thinking about a first relationship or you're coming back into the relationship world after a long-term relationship, you have to know who you are so that when you step out the door, right? So talk to us about that part of it. Mm, yeah, I love that. You know, I, I always like to ask, you know, what what parts of you and, and your lifestyle choices and all of that do you feel so strongly about? Like, if you knew that you couldn't be rejected for those things, what would you just 100% claim? Because those are the things, as long as you are owning that within yourself and you're not rejecting your own needs and desires, that's going to open the space for someone else to meet you there. Right. But they have to know who you are. Absolutely. And the only way they can do that is for you to know who you are. Now, you were talking before about um, the different blueprints. So I just wanted to give a love technique for, for our listeners today, which I always do. You know, I like to give you something tangible to use. And it's usually something that I've created myself. But this one actually is something that you can do at home right now. So get out your pens. And I want you to write this down. 16, the number one, six, personalities.com backslash free hyphen personality hyphen test. This is a technique and it's a series of questions that you will answer and go for it. Be truthful. Like you're the only one sitting in front of the camera. If it says, you know, do you pick your toenails? Say yes, if you do. Okay. Like be 100% honest and you're going to get the results actually that it's a blueprint as to really who you are and what, and it's 16 different personality types that are going to be available. And it's fun to even read up on all the different personality tests, uh, uh, types, because also if your partner, you might even see who they are and then you can learn how to, you know, talk to each other. But you can, maybe you're a diplomat like myself. I fall into the diplomat. You might be an analyst. You might be one of the sentinels and you might be an explorer. Take the time do the test because it will give you a true insight. And I guarantee you when you see the results, if you're hundred percent honest, you're going to go, yep, and that's me because I can tell you that's how I felt when I did the test. So again, 16personalities.com is where you want to go for this week's love technique of the week. We're going to continue right here with Madeline Charles 
talking about the blueprints to love and attraction here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl right after this. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. I'm Cheryl, and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl, the show Life, Love, and Lust. And today we're talking about the blueprints to love and attraction with Madeline Charles, and she is going to be doing a summit all about the irresistible woman. And guys, you might want to listen to that summit also, because you might find a lot of information there for your dating and relationship needs because well while you're learning about what the woman wants you then know what to do to attract the love you want madeline let's continue this okay so we were talking right before about different types of personalities and i was sharing with everybody my love technique of the week which is the 16 personality types and finding out which one works for you or which type you are. I'm wondering if you if you had to hazard a guess, would you think you are either a diplomat, an analyst, a sentinel, or an explorer? What would you guess? I would guess explorer. <laughs> you would? It's so funny because when I did it, I, I said explorer, but when it really goes down to, it's something I love to explore, but I know that I'm a diplomat and under the diplomat, I'm a campaigner because each type, each archetype has four different mm-hmm. types of personalities within it. So very, very interesting. So I, I invite you, Madeline, to do it and, and uh, share with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, everybody, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And all week long, I'm always sharing with you different tips and, and little stories and, and helpful advice that might help you with something that you're dealing with during the week. Don't forget, stay to the end of this segment because I'm going to be sharing this week's intimate pillow talk, the one that happens just between me and you. So once you've identified your blueprint, 
how should you implement that blueprint? Like, you know who you are, you know what your your challenges have been in the past, you know how you want to do things differently. What's the next step? How does yes. that happen? Yeah, so understanding your traction blueprint gives you so much self-awareness and insight. It helps you see, oh, that's what was really behind those patterns with maybe some past unavailable partners. Or that's what's driving me to kind of hook into people that just aren't able to meet me in the way I need, right? And so it kind of helps you understand what that is. And then that process is starting to move the needle away from an anxious attachment style over to secure. And so it's totally possible. It definitely, you know, it's, it helps to have some support like a coach, um, someone to help you see, okay, let's help you orient towards being attracted to someone who is secure and stable and who's going to show up for you. Interestingly, a lot of times women who have this type of attraction blueprint will look at someone who's more securely based and will say, they're kind of boring. Like, I don't feel a spark. Nothing's there. And so it can be like a process of reorienting yourself. Well, is it like, is it the same thing for somebody who is very anxious? They don't do well when they're not in an anxious state. Like they also, they almost have to live within that at all times. And when something's calm, well, that's when they lose it. They don't know how to react. They, they need that, that stimulus of stress to actually get through the day. Yeah, that's a great point. Exactly. And so some of the, the more unconscious behaviors that could be showing up before you understand your attraction blueprint, it are, you know, when you're looking for signs of reassurance, you're maybe kind of like poking, you know, you're kind of like stirring the pot. It's meeting a need for you, but not in a productive way. And so it's learning how to reassure yourself. You know, it's learning how to regulate your own emotions and, and kind of increase the emotional availability within yourself so that your, your potential partner has the capacity to do that for you as well. So what, what would you say is a key technique somebody can use to start changing their pattern? So I'm always dating the bad boy, let's say. And I realize every time I start seeing somebody, it's because they're a bad boy and I'm totally attracted to that. And when I meet a nice guy, I'm totally bored. What would you say to me if I was your client? Hmm. Yes, I would say, you know, look at what have been those, those initial red flags about that bad boy type, right? Like what are the things you see and hear that you've maybe dismissed in the past or minimized? Because that's going to have to be your indicator moving forward to kind of assess, is this person going to be able to show up for me? And then it's also a process of like for the nice guy that maybe you don't feel an initial spark with, you know, can you explore? Like, can you give yourself a little bit of a chance to get to know this person? No pressure. And to get clear on like, what am I not attracted to exactly? You know, how does it feel to have a guy, you know, call me when he says he is, you know, like plan a date, some of these things you may not be used to. And then it's often a little more in-depth self-inquiry into like, can I, can I deserve, like, am I worthy of that? Can I allow this to come in? 
It's interesting because I think of, you know, I, I just did a show recently about breakups and, and when we break up with somebody or when somebody is broken up with us, we tend to always reflect on all the positive things about the relationship. And, and that's really what we focus on. Like, oh my God, it was so good. It was so amazing. Everything was perfect. They were perfect. And then you forget about the fighting and everything else. So that's one of the things that I know that when I'm dealing with a client and and they're looking, we're looking at their patterns and they're dating somebody and they're going, oh, but you know, he did this and it was exciting and Cheryl, I need that. And, and it's what I want. And I go, okay, great. I love what you're sharing with me. It sounds really exciting. I, I'm so happy to see you like that. Can we go back to taking the last relationship and just focus on, and I never focus on the negative, except in this case, I take them back to all the negatives and start saying, Okay, all the good stuff, we put, it, we, we put it up on a shelf, it's all nice and shiny. Now let's put all the, the crap into the box. And I'll literally give them a pad of paper and start saying, start writing down everything you didn't like. Start writing it down and we'll put it in the box. Here's another technique for you guys. I'm giving you another one for the week, okay? Put it into the box, all the negative stuff. And then every day go into that box and start reading because it's a constant reminder of the contrary as to what you're getting on the phone and when they pick you up and you jump on the back of their motorcycle or they're, you know, saying, let's go to this great party and the flowers are coming. Remember the flip side to this exciting life, right? That's it's such a good point. <laughs> yes. And, and so I want to say that oftentimes if you do have more, this type of attraction blueprint, that push and pull, you know, you can mistake that for chemistry or, or, you know, passion and sparks. And that's not what's actually happening, you know, but our brain can be wired to associate the, the hot cold with passion. And so something that's more stable and secure feels boring. So it is a matter of like starting to differentiate those things. And, and it's, it's part of why this show, one of the taglines is life, love, and lust. I don't just say life and love. I put in lust in there because we lust after passion. We lust after the things that are there fleeting. Like lust is, is a moment. It's, it's something that just is there and it's exciting, but it doesn't have the longevity. And I think that's what's important. So everybody think about that when you're talking about your blueprint, because your blueprint is from the past. And it's part of your path to the future. Madeline, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing all your words of wisdom with us. And I can't wait to be on the summit coming up again. It's the Irresistible Woman, May 21st. How do people sign up for this and how do people find you? So you can sign up. Um, I will be sharing a specific link, but the irresistiblewoman.com will take you there. And you can find me at Madeline Charles Coaching on Instagram, my website, Facebook. Look me up. I would love to connect. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Oh, it's a pleasure. And I can't wait to continue our conversation and share some new things with your listeners and uh, my listeners. Remember, Come on, join me over there. It's going to be a great two weeks of experts from all over. Madeline, have a great day and night. Wherever you are right now in the world, might be day, might be night, but pillow talk can happen anywhere. Thank you. Thank you. And now we're going to continue, as always, with that intimate pillow talk just between you and me. Something I share with you each week, and I write it for you because... 
I hope to spark something, give you some type of inspiration to do something, to create, to find your magic, to slow down, take a break, and think about these words. And this one is called The Flight of Your Life. I see the cabin door off in the distance. Step by step, I am one stride closer to my destiny. The journey may be long, but I am ready and filled with anticipation. Fearlessly surrendering to the skies. Destination unknown. Taking my seat, I buckle up, prepared for takeoff. One deep breath releases to the wind. I'm on my way to see new sights. Experience will be my teacher. I rise above the clouds that once seemed so far away. I am flying free into the blue sky. The sun is fiercely blazing, its rays bouncing onto the wings that support my flight. A surge of electric energy pulses into my soul. I am drifting into a quiet slumber, and as I glide the air without a care, suddenly a jolt disturbs my peace. A burst of unexpected air has disturbed my restful state. A moment of awareness that life has its ups and downs. I know, though, I will be safe. I trust in the universe to bring me to my tomorrows. I will land exactly where I am to be. The plane door touches down and it opens. And once again, it may not be the final destination. I am at home with me. Wherever I touch down will be my home. Right here, right now, is the best place for me to be. I hope you can think about that. The journey, your journey, love, life, it has so many paths we can take. And this week, try and take them without fear. Just go for it. You're going to find out. You're going to end up exactly where you should be. I hope you'll join me again next week for another episode of Pillow Talk with Cheryl here on Voice America. And don't forget, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, because I'm always going to continuously share things with you because that's what it's all about. Spreading love here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. So this week, as always, remember, keep it simple and stimulating because we all know it's all about that kiss. Good night, everybody, and have a great week. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Basner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk.